welcome to Anna with Two Ends. This is my English learning show where you can learn, have fun and interact with me. Now remember, you can follow me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at Anna with underscore two ends. Now today I'm giving you... Today? Today. Today I'm giving you a little bit of a surprise episode again, a little bit of an extra episode. Now this episode... I want to do to answer a question that I'm often asked. So this is a question that people ask me about all the time. Remember, you ask a question. You don't make a question. You ask a question. So a lot of students always ask me on social media, in my classes, they say, Anna, how do I study? What do I do? What's the most effective way to study? How can I make sure that I learn English quicker? What's what's the quickest route to get what I want? Well, a simple answer would be everyone's kind of always looking for a quick fix with languages. Like, I want to learn English in one week or two months or I have an interview in two weeks and I want to speak perfect English. Okay, it just doesn't work like that. It's a simple question of dedication, time and effort. And everybody is in different situations. So today what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some tips. Well, I don't say tips, but guidance, guidelines. (laughs) things that I think are useful when learning languages and also from my perspective as somebody learning another language okay because I'm not only a teacher of English but I'm also learning another language at the same time I'm learning Spanish so I have both perspectives about what I think is effective maybe you agree with me maybe you don't but I'm going to give you my perspective my point of view now as I said before, you have to remember that everybody is in a totally different situation. I'm going to take my case for example. I moved to Spain several years ago, okay, in 2017, at the end of 2017. Now my aim, my goal was to learn Spanish, but I didn't have a specific pressure to learn Spanish. It was more that it's something that I would like to have for the future, but I wasn't under a pressure, okay? There was no pressure from a job, there was no additional need for me to learn Spanish other than my own other than me wanting to learn it because remember in the UK a lot of people don't speak second languages it's really uncommon to find somebody who speaks another language very well or two languages very well it's much less common okay in the UK where I'm from so I moved here in 2017 and for the first year first year and a half I was really limited when I was practicing Spanish, partly because I was working as a teacher, so I was always teaching English, always speaking in English. In fact, I could go a whole day not speaking Spanish, and I was living in Spain around Spanish people all the time. I also tried to make an effort to meet new people and go out there. And But it's hard. When you move to a new country, the culture is different, the people are different, and it's sometimes hard to infiltrate. I say infiltrate, but it sounds like I'm a spy, but you know what I mean? It's kind of hard to make genuine Spanish friends, you know? They kind of think you're a bit weird, and you kind of think they're a bit weird, and it was just a bit difficult. And actually, in the end, I ended up making friends with people who weren't Spanish. Some Spanish people, but a lot of people who were international, not necessarily from the UK, but they weren't from Spain either. So looking back on my journey here, a lot of people ask me, they say, oh, Anna, you must be fluent. You've been in Spain for eight months, nine months. You must speak Spanish perfectly. And no, I I didn't. And I still don't speak Spanish perfectly. And some people think, well, you've been here for two years, Anna. So surely 
you know, what are you doing? Are you just sitting on your ass all day doing nothing? So what I'm trying to get across is it just depends on your situation, okay? I live in Spain, yes, but also my job is in English. So the time that I have to practice Spanish, therefore, is already limited. And I have to make an effort to go out there and practice, speak to different people, and that can sometimes be difficult. So everyone is in a different situation. However, if I'd come here in 2017 and I hadn't spoken any English for nine months then I'm sure my Spanish would have been a lot better. But that wasn't the case. So it's totally dependent on individual situations. And what you shouldn't do is compare yourself to other people, even though I know it's very hard to do. I remember meeting one person when I was doing an intercambio, which is like a language exchange, which are really, really popular. And I recommend checking them out if you're looking to practice your English. And she was a girl and she spoke, I think, four languages. You know, only four. English, Italian, French, Spanish. And not only that, but she spoke them perfectly, perfectly. And you can't help but feel a little bit jealous when you meet people like that because you think, oh, I wish I could speak all those languages or I could wish I could speak as well as her. But you just have to let it go and not compare yourself to other people, okay? That's my best piece of advice. Focus on yourself and as long as you're improving, that's the main thing. Now, I'm going to give you some of my tips, okay? Because <laughs> I've been talking a lot, but I'm not talking about tips. Now, number one, or the main thing, is that you have to try and make English part of your daily life. Like, English just has to be part of you. It has to be something that you do without thinking, and you should be exposing yourself to it every day in some form, whether that's speaking, listening, reading, writing, something every day but you need to make it so it doesn't even feel like it's an effort. It's just something that you do spend, for example, in the morning 10 minutes reading a magazine or reading an article or looking at something on social media. It just needs to be part of your life, okay? So that's number one. It has to be part of your routine and you have to make it so it doesn't even feel like a chore, like you're making no effort to do it. It's just part of what you do. For example, I try and read things in Spanish. I try and speak in Spanish every day and to the point where it's just part of my normal day. Okay, it's just something that I do. It's part of my life. And that's my recommendation to you. Just make English part of your life. Find a routine that works for you and then it doesn't really even feel like you are learning even though you are. So that's number one. Number two, there's so many things out there about learning English. I mean, there's just a mountain of stuff. You've got my podcast, for example, my show, Anna with Two Ends, which is a great way to learn English, by the way. But there's so many things out there, so many things that you can look at, and it can kind of be a little bit daunting. You're like, where do I start? What do I watch? What do I read? Etc. So my advice is, of course, you have to try and find something that you like. Okay, because if you don't like it, you're not going to do it. So you have to try and find something you like. And that's completely subjective. Everybody likes different things. So find something you like related to your interests, related to your industry. And then stick to a few things. That's my advice. Pick, for example, one podcast. For example, Anna with two ends. That could be your one. One article or news channel that you want to listen to. And then something else, a series or a film that you're watching. And just stick to a couple and be consistent. Don't try and just go and look at everything and kind of get little bits and bobs from everywhere else. No, 
Just stick to a few things that you like and listen to them. And I find that more effective, especially from my experience learning Spanish. I find that I've learned more by sticking to the same things. And for example, listening consistently to the same podcast, I find it more effective. I feel that I learn more because I'm used to it and I'm accustomed to the the style, the voice. And I think as long as it's something you enjoy, you stick to it. So find a few things that you like and stick to those things. Of course, change them up every now and again. If you're a little bit like me, you need a little bit of a refresh, of course. But stick to a few things that you like and be consistent. My next piece of advice or guidance or whatever is try to listen to things that motivate you. Now, this is slightly different from listening to things that you like. It's not the same. Because you could like something, but it could still demotivate you. Why? Why? Because it's too difficult, okay? Or you don't really understand it. You feel stupid, okay? I know exactly how that feels. When you start listening to something and you think, oh my God, I don't understand anything this person is saying. I'm totally lost. I'm the stupidest person ever. And you feel really discouraged. And then you kind of, it's like that vicious cycle. You feel discouraged. You're like, oh, I don't really understand it. I don't really know anything about Spanish. I'm stupid. And the cycle continues. And then it's really, I think, a dangerous place to be. Because once you start feeling discouraged, you maybe don't start to practice as much. One day turns into two days, which turns into two weeks, which turns into two months, etc. And the important thing, coming back to the point about routine, is that you don't take a break. Okay, never take a break. This has to be part of your life, okay? Don't take a break two days, two weeks, two months because it quickly becomes longer and then before you know it, you're back two steps. Because remember, we lose language. As quickly as we learn it, we lose it. So it's so important to maintain it, make it part of your life and never have that break. And make sure that you motivate yourself. Listen to something that you can understand more or less everything, not everything, of course but more or less everything, and you feel, okay, I understood that, that was good, and it encourages you, it motivates you. Of course, when that becomes a little bit too easy, you can listen to something else and maybe something a bit more challenging. But the key thing is, if you're finding it too difficult, stop and switch to something else until you reach the level where that is achievable. Don't demotivate yourself because you're not stupid. Languages are just freaking hard. (laughs) Okay, you're not stupid. Languages are just really difficult. And don't compare yourself to these people who speak like 59 million languages. Okay, a lot of them maybe have learned them from when they were younger, which is a totally different story. And they've probably or even just worked super hard, you know. Whenever I hear somebody speaking amazing Spanish or amazing another amazing language. And for example, they haven't spoken that language since they were born or when they were younger I think wow that person must have worked super hard to get where they are and you just need to do the same and you'll be in that position my final pieces of advice are take every opportunity you can to speak English whenever you can with whoever you can take every opportunity don't shy away from it which is really tempting. I'm the same. When I start speaking in Spanish, I don't say anything. I'm very quiet when I'm speaking in Spanish. My personality changes a little bit. So take every opportunity and also try and give yourself an objective. When I speak to a lot of students, they say, I ask them why they're learning English and they say, well, I'm learning English for my work. Okay, and be more specific. 
For example, I'm learning English because I want to be able to understand English in a conference call or I'm learning English because I need to pass an exam to get the promotion. Like be specific, give yourself an objective. Or maybe your objective is just, okay, in six months, I want to be able to understand more. I'm going to listen to, and with two ends, amongst other things, I'm sure. And I will understand more after that point. So give yourself an objective. Otherwise, it's like, wow, you feel like lost all over the place. You're like, I want to improve, but you need something specific, something to kind of keep you on track and again, to motivate you. Like, for example, last year I did an exam in Spanish, not because I had to, but just because I wanted to, which is weird because I don't really like exams, but just because I wanted to, to give me something to focus on, to motivate me, to study. Otherwise, I just, it's my personality also. I need something to focus on. Some people are happy just going along with whatever. Fine, no problem. But I think most people work better and benefit from having a goal and objective. And last, last piece of advice, and then I'm going to, I'm going to leave you one amazing technique or that you can use for speaking, because a lot of people, the main thing they have problem with is speaking. I mean, anyone can read or write or whatever, or watch or listen, that's available for everyone. But maybe practicing speaking with a native speaker is a little bit more difficult. And as I said, if you have a native speaker around you or somebody who speaks very good English, take that opportunity. It's really important. If you know somebody that speaks English or you meet somebody for the first time, it's important that you start that relationship in English. If you start that relationship in another language, it's going to be very hard to switch that back to English. Let me give you an example. When I first moved here, I made friends with people who were Spanish. Now, my... My Spanish was super bad, so it was really difficult for me to communicate and express myself. So we ended up speaking English. So our relationship started in English. And now it's very difficult to switch that back into Spanish because it's just not the same. Like you, your whole friendship is built on a relationship that was in another language. I'm sure you might understand what I mean if you've had this situation before, but it's important when you start that relationship, if you want to practice English with them, you need to be a little bit selfish and say, okay, we're going to speak in English as long as they don't mind, of course. Or you could do maybe a little intercambio. You could speak half in English and half in another language just to make sure it's fair. Now, another thing that you can do to practice speaking, even if you don't have any English speaking friends is that you can speak to yourself this was a tip it's not my tip it's somebody else's I'm not going to take credit for it um and it works for me and I use this tip and it worked really really well is that you can practice speaking out loud oh well out loud or in your head for example you could start with vocabulary you could think okay this is a window this is a glass this is a phone this is a charger blah 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 for example Or maybe in the morning when you wake up, you can say, okay, this is what I did yesterday, or this is what I'm going to do tomorrow, or this is what I've done the past two weeks. And you're speaking in English. Okay, you don't have any dialogue. It's not a conversation, but you're still speaking. And that's the important thing, just to get used to speaking and saying different sentences. Because a lot of those things are the things that we actually tell people, like, what did you do last weekend? Or what am I going to do tomorrow? Or how do you feel? Or how was the meaning? Or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So speak to yourself or speak to yourself in your head just to get a little bit of practice if you're a little bit limited or restricted on the English 
speaking friends front. And there you go. Those are some of my thoughts, some of my perspectives on how you can study more effectively or just thinking about how you can try and improve your English. And I think the most important thing from here is you have to make English part of your life. It just has to be something where it's effortless. You just do it. It's incorporated into your routine every day and you enjoy it. I mean, the most important thing is that you enjoy English and you understand what English can do for you. And have an objective. I think that's really important. Have an objective, have a goal. And then you know if you're sticking to that goal and what you're working towards. And you can congratulate yourself when you achieve it. Well, I hope you enjoyed the show today. Something a little bit different. This has been Anna on Anna with Two Ends. And you can follow me on social media. Remember Instagram and Twitter at Anna with underscore two ends. Give me a like, subscribe, leave me a comment on any of the channels, Spotify, iVox, Apple Podcasts, and I will see you very, very soon. Bye-bye.